described it as um, Van Helsing meets Van Halen. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. I, I, yeah, that, that's, that's my review now. That's fantastic. It's like, it's like leather jackets and dad jeans um, yeah, baby. as they are sort of like this SWAT squad that's actually like uh, just a bunch of anti-vampire cowboy gear. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like that, you know, and, and they really like, stab three people stab the vampires through the head and are like shouting like die die (laughs) yeah die motherfucker like it's and it's always like like i remember one time i think uh uh james woods just goes right to the head of like some female vampire and he just goes open wide baby and then shoots him yeah like we're, we're talking that not kind only of ugly but smells bad <laughs> yeah. um Dan, daniel baldwin at one point talks to the uh the 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 father the the catholic priest that they have with them and says he holds a, a vampire's charred skull in his hand and he goes nothing like a little head eh padre <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, and he's asking him like if he got hard while he was uh, battling the vampires and shit like that like i see this is the thing it's like we said this might you know your mileage might vary on this for me this is everything that i want in a super macho action movie the more one-liners yeah. for me the better so that i never get tired of it honestly i think enjoy that, the barbecue it's kind of like why i loved um it's part of the reason I loved that. Uh, what it's like the Last Avenger or the uh, oh, uh, Toxic Avenger. The Toxic Avenger, because that it like that's the similar thing. It's just nonstop ridiculousness. It's over the top. It's offensive, and there's just something that I really click to. It's just kind of like that punk rock element of movie making that mm-hmm. I really, really, really take to and love. Um, yeah, and, that, and I, I do, I do kind of like the idea that this like very nasty supernatural horror is kind of tied to like a blue collar gig for a lot of these guys. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing too. Like with James, they're Woods, clocking in at the vampire incinerating <laughs> uh, factory. Yeah, exactly. And I love that he's uh, like James Woods has this this thing where he was raised by like the Catholic Church to become a vampire hunter. And I really yeah, the Vatican do, literally pays him. It's literally like a mercenary movie. Yeah, yeah. And I do like that th- they don't really uh talk about it so it's really just me saying this but but i do think that there's something to be said about like how this guy was somehow raised by the church to become a vampire hunter granted but this is the man that he became like he's just the most vulgar vile dude ever and there's no real you know character study in that in, in any way shape or form but i just think it's interesting that they do tell you he was raised by the catholic church and this is the guy that he's become seeing the world that he's that he's lived in um, it's not complicated mm-hmm. once again, but I, I get a little bit of a kick out of it. Yeah. And, 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 uh, I, again, it goes from that opening scene into, uh, this like motel sequence where, you know, they've, they've just taken out another den. You seem, it seems like kind of like week to week, their job is finding these dens where vampires are kind of hiding out, like kind of like how they're hiding out in the motel in near dark, but they just find like a little house and they sit in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. and, uh, you know, the, the the movie is shot with all these like really nice like sunset New Mexican vistas and sort of like dusty neon lights in the rundown motels and the filthy vampire dens and things like that. And they get to this motel where uh, basically the <laughs> the master vampire played by Thomas Ian Griffith, who they basically looks like they just dressed up uh, as like the crow. Yeah, like, a little bit. He's got that vibe. <laughs> they're for like. Sure. He's like, and he, and he he spends a lot of time doing like wire jumping around um, and just like ripping people uh, to pieces. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
essentially. I think I think John Carpenter even said at one point, I don't know if I have the 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 quote here that he 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 wanted this idea of like, you know, so many people make gothic vampire movies about, you know, obviously these characters who are lonely and sad and romantic in their castles and their cobwebs. And he was like, no, 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 I wanted a vampire that just like walked into a room and then you were cut in half. Yeah. He was like, I just wanted like straight monster movie stuff. So that's how this definitely differentiates even from near dark, which obviously had some solid violence to it, but like it still kind of had the sort of, uh, you know, the, the emotional lives of those vampires was something that was considered. Yeah. Um, they also like this the film. It's, it's like, no, he's just stuff. a black leather fucking murder psycho. Yeah. Yeah. And, he's a- also, and rapist. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he's also like, he's super powerful. Like he's the type that, you know, he can fly, gets shot in the head. Nothing happens. That kind of thing, which I guess does happen yeah. in near dark in a bit, but they don't have anything like, like there, there's not that like flying or teleportation or transformation that the near dark not as overwhelmingly have. powerful as this yeah, guy is for this sure. This guy is like he's he's can find them on the highway while they're going a hundred miles an hour and just fly on top of the car. That we're talking that kind of powerful. Um, and I will say like mm-hmm. for being that powerful, yeah, the performance is kind of generic a little bit. Like he's not that interesting, but I still do kind of dig the the look. I, and I just the shouldn't violence, have read so. that it was almost Willem Dafoe. Yeah, because I just oh, I, I, I spent the whole movie going, oh my god, Willem Dafoe would have ate this fucking up. He yeah. would have went like he would have went like uh, how he goes into live and die in L. A. But if that dude had fucking superpowers and to have James um, Woods versus. Uh, Willem, Willem Dafoe? Dafoe vampire that would have been dude unbelievable I think that that finale <laughs> like the the final showdown between those two characters would have had so much more energy to it I, yeah um, I agree even even though I even though again I think James Woods is bringing it for sure oh yeah I mean it's like my balls are on fire here Padre <laughs> stuff like yeah. that like, <laughs> yeah he's got a it, it, James Woods really does bring the energy the entire time it, it, it balances itself out because I think without a really uh, over the top lead, you you would kind of have a more boring movie on yeah. your hands. Um, no, James Woods is absolutely one of the main things that really works about this movie. Um, yeah. I think John John Carpenter described casting him as we were looking for a guy that you would believe would genuinely chew off a vampire's leg. <laughs> That's great. And Good description. Uh, I think he was successful. If that's what he was looking for, I think he was uh, successful. Even even as you know, again, just image vulgar images of him, even just like partying.